There's a lot of good science out there from the Gottman Institute where if you want to have a satisfying marriage for every negative interaction, you need five positive ones. Mm. Well, as couples, we have a lot of neutral interaction where we're just (laughs) kind of doing business, right? And then there's some tension and then you get some good sprinkled in there. But that five to one, that golden ratio we talk about, that's not an easy thing to, to achieve in a busy full life. And so the question is, how do you maintain that intentionality? And even if you are desiring to be intentional, what exactly do you do? And how do you remember to do it? So this is where one of the benefits of Act Agape is we really get into the application side. We don't just stop with understanding conceptually how our spouse experiences love, but we drop down into the specifics. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Art of Spousing Podcast and happy Thanksgiving week. Absolutely. And let us kick it off by letting you know how thankful we are for every listener who's a part of the Art of Spousing community. We are so grateful for you and your support. Yeah, we hope you've had a great couple of weeks since our last episode. We've been going fast and furious for the last few weeks. And so now we're really looking forward to this week with our family. That's right. Our daughter Addie is home from college and our oldest daughter Alex is coming in from New York. So we'll have all the kids home for Thanksgiving. It's going to be a great week. Even though we're empty nesters, we still love our kids. That's right. It's good to have them home. Lisa, you know what else is going on this week? What? It's a great week because it's the game. Turkey? No, not the turkey game. The Uh Ohio State Buckeyes will be taking on the team up north, which is also known as Michigan. Oh my goodness. I just heard that they had it. They were renamed. They're no longer the Wolverines. Oh, you're going to go there? Yeah. They're the cheetahs? The cheetahs, yeah. No, we don't say things bad about people. We love that. I'm glad that this is such a big, like Thanksgiving and the Michigan game. Those really go hand in hand. Because, you know, being from Ohio, it's like that time of year. Exactly. Well, today we're going to introduce you to a really cool app for your marriage called Act Agape. And we have the co-founder, Dr. Scott Simonton, on the podcast with us. And you're going to want to hear about this tool. But before we jump in, we want to talk to you about the marriage reboot. Boot. With 2023 wrapping up and a brand new year right around the corner, now is a great time to plan on an investment into your marriage in 2024. And a great investment would be scheduling a two-day marriage reboot with Lisa and I. The Marriage Reboot is an exclusive one-on-one experience that will empower you to uncover your marriage purpose and actually start living into it. The process is designed to bring clarity to every aspect of your marriage. Together, we will craft plans for multiple domains of your life, creating a solid framework that will help you manage and renew your relationship in the future. During this private experience, you and your spouse will have our undivided attention as your dedicated marriage coaches. We're going to guide you and help you identify where you've been, define where you are now, and discover where you want to go together in the future. The Marriage Reboot is designed for marriages in all stages, and we know that it will make a huge difference in your marriage. You can find out more at artespousing.com backslash marriage coaching. You can also message us on Instagram, and we'll send you a link to schedule a 30-minute call with James and I to hear more about that experience. So now let's jump into our conversation about Act Agape. Scott, it is so great to have you on the podcast. Thank you so much for taking some time just to be on the show with us and talk to us about Act Agape. Yeah, thanks for having me. I appreciate it. So we've been so excited to introduce you and Act Agape to our audience. To get started, can you tell us a little bit about yourself and how the Act Agape project started? Yeah, so my wife and I and our two children, we live in Pasadena, California. 
And I've had a private practice here for uh, the last 17 years. And a, a lot of my work is focused on marital therapy. And, you know, along the way, I've always been interested in in trying to help couples outside the therapy room because they they parachute in maybe for 50 minutes a week and then they leave where they live the vast majority of their life and just wanting to equip them with different tools or strategies to have connection and warmth and positive behaviors outside the the therapeutic space and and so about seven years ago, I developed this just simple, effective way of, of helping couples increase loving behavior in the midst of their busy lives, right? Because that's a challenge, right? We're, yeah. we're overwhelmed, we're distracted, we have a lot going on and maintaining that intentionality, you know, can be challenging or knowing exactly how to integrate effective loving behaviors, right? In the, in the midst of, of the busyness. So I developed this method and, you know, it started off as paper and pencil and just massaging it along the way and then sharing with colleagues and other therapists started using it. And so then fast forward a couple of years ago, a group of us got together, therapists and some professors of marriage and family therapy and some church leaders with this idea of making what is now known as the agape method more readily accessible, available to couples and to create an app. So there's a lot more to it, but I, you know, again, I don't want to hear myself talking. <laughs> no, that's amazing. You know, when we were first introduced to the app, we had a young couple who was kind of beta testing it for us and they were just so excited about the discoveries and we've been, you know, testing with a group of us and Lisa and I've been using it and we've learned some things. We've learned some things, you know, so it's, it really is a helpful tool, mm -hmm. but before we get into the methodology and a little bit about the app. When you were putting this together and you're working with this group, what was it that made you feel like there needed to be a tool in the marketplace for marriages? Most people are familiar with the five love languages and, and Gary Chapman. And really, it's it's a gift what what he created and started. I mean, here we are decades later, and it's, it's now in the vernacular, right? Uh, what's your love language, right? And the, the, the pain point that that and also act agape is touching is this unspoken question that often happens in marriage, especially more mature marriages when, when you're down the road a few years, which is, why don't I feel more loved? Mm -hmm. I know my spouse loves me and cares about me, but why don't I feel it more? And we're not necessarily announcing that to people because we also know our spouse is is loving and, 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 and we're aware of that, but there is a part of us like, but why don't I feel more mm -hmm. care and support and love? So there is a real pain point in there. And part of it is in order to have a warm, connected, healthy relationship, it requires ongoing intentionality. We right. cannot put our marriages on cruise control. Right. And in, in addition, there's a lot of, you know, good science out there from, Gottman and you know the Gottman Institute, where if you want to have a satisfying marriage for every negative interaction, you need five positive ones. Mm, well, right. as couples, we have a lot of neutral interactions where we're just mm -hmm. kind of doing business, right? And then there's some tension and then you get some good sprinkled in there. But that five to one, that golden ratio that we talk about, that's not an easy thing to, to achieve in a busy full life. 
And so the question is, how do you maintain that intentionality? And even if you are desiring to be intentional, what exactly do you do? And how do you remember to do it? So this is where one of the benefits of Act Agape, the app, is we really get into the application side. Mm -hmm. We don't just stop with understanding conceptually how our spouse experiences love, but we drop down into the specifics along the lines of like a generous and helpful act would be, I feel loved when you... Uh, finish doing the dishes and ask me to decompress on the couch or, you know, when you inquire about a known stressor in my life where we we make it action oriented because people often have difficulty translating the larger label. Let's say, wow, acts of service or another uh, love language is important into an action that we're confident will land that speak mm -hmm. to our partner's heart. Right. So taking it one step further and then we also need to be reminded of it in the midst right. of our busy lives. And that's where and I'm sure we'll get into it, kind of our innovative messaging system goes. So to answer your, your question more succinctly in this moment, mm -hmm. our, our marriages really need intentionality. Yeah. So good. And and it needs to be smart intentionality, effective intentionality. And so that's what we create as a tool for that. We've been married 30 years and we started using this app. I know James Love Language. He knows mom. Just to speak to what you're talking about, we've been operating in that. His love language is words of affirmation. Mine's acts of service. So, but interesting enough in Act Agape, the app, I've been noticing some things that he appreciates, which you actually highlighted, is that I would do the dishes and he he can decompress. So James does most of the cooking in our house now because I've been cooking for 20 years for kids. He's kind of taken over that role. Thank you so much. <laughs> so for me to do the dishes and him decompress, I actually didn't know that. And that really is more to me, it's an act of, you know, acts of service, which I wouldn't have thought is something that he would appreciate. And so when that popped up, the app reminded me and in the morning, I was like, oh, okay. So I was like excited for dinner to come so that I could actually go, oh, you decompress. <laughs> you go sit in there, Mr and decompress. I got the dishes. And so, but the funny thing about that is we were just having this conversation because she asked me, she said, did you type that in? I'm like, I don't think so. But I think that's the power of the tool is that sometimes we have a hard time expressing those intentional things that would actually yeah. express love to us. So to actually have some tools that you can kind of go, I was able to identify that. I may, if she asked me that, I probably wouldn't have come up with that. No, right. That's so why that's, I was like, did you type that in? I couldn't see options where you could type in what you wanted to type in. No, I typed in all the stuff about sex. <laughs> no. That's that's what I typed in. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. So that that's really it. Well, first of all, it's fun discovering those nuances, right? Like same thing with, with my wife and I, you know, we, we discover kind of new things about each other, even though we, we know each other well, but you're right too. When you build your agape list, and I, I think we're jumping, uh, I'm jumping ahead here a little bit, but when you build this agape list, right, which is, okay, how I feel love, value, and respect in the relationship, there is this kind of master list that you can choose from. Mm -hmm. Right. So I have close to 25,000 clinical hours and I've heard everything under the sun. I've heard all the affirmate, the top affirmations or ways that couples want to be prioritized. So we do have these built in master lists because it is easier to recognize something than self generate it. Yes. Right. Yes. So we can be like, oh, it may be, or oh, yeah, that, but I wouldn't necessarily have generated that on my own. Right. right. Even, but, and then it speaks to me, but yeah, within the app too, you can create unique love items, you know, as well. You don't have to settle for that master list, but I have found that it, it's kind of nice to just be able to spot it, tap it and it throws it, yeah. throws exactly. it on your list. Exactly. 
Well, that. you didn't jump ahead at all. So you're right into what we were going to ask next is just to unpack some of the nuts and bolts of the app and tell us how Agape app works. The heart and soul of it is this Agape method. And Agape, um, it, it, as you all uh, know, is is that Greek word for the highest form of love, which is a, a kind of a sacrificial, like putting the other's interests above our own, which is key for a, a healthy marriage. We also have transformed that word agape into an acronym that represents the five primary ways that we express and receive love. So it's sort of our version of the five love languages. So that first A of agape is affirmations. Sounds like that's top of your list, James. Yep. <laughs> I think everybody appreciates affirmation, but some some more than others. Then G of agape, generous and helpful acts. The second A of agape, affection, physical intimacy. P is prioritizing relationship. And then E is, is empathy. So those are the, the five broad categories. And, and you'll notice... We include empathy in the five pillars, which is in our mind, just foundational to a healthy marriage, like being very explicit and having a real understanding, a concrete understanding in how our spouse receives empathy and, and getting you know, specific about that. So you have these five categories, but we drop down and operationalize it. So under empathy, like the example I gave before, my wife feels love when I inquire about an unknown stressor in her life, right? So when that reminder comes in, right, then I can I can follow up on, you know, something that, that is weighing on her. So so that's the, the basic model. So then with the app, it introduces you to the agape method, and then it helps you build your agape list. I look through the affirmations, I tap on those that that resonate. And then it takes me to generous and helpful acts all the way through empathy and boom, I have identified this very concrete list of this is how I feel loved in the relationship. Then I invite my partner to do the same. And then it kind of swaps list or it gives me access then to, to Melissa's list, which is really a, a pathway to her heart. It, mm -hmm. It's giving me a, a specific pathway to the things that really resonate uh, with her heart. So after we pair on the app and we have each other's agape list, then the app prompts me to set love goals. Okay. And love goals is essentially, okay, Scott, how many times a week do you want to intentionally love Melissa? I'm like, okay, well, let's start with five intentional acts a week. And if I select five, then five out of the seven days, it will grab an item from Melissa's agape list and then creatively populate my phone with it. It could be a text. It could be an email. could be a push notification. We even have voice technology. She's not aware of when I receive that love notification. And that is an important piece of the app. I'm focused on expressing my best loving self and trusting her to do the same. So that reminder, it comes in and then I can either act on that specific reminder or I consult her broader agape list and see if there's a different loving action that, that I could do. Essentially, what we're trying to do is just tip couples towards love in the midst of, the, of their busy lives, right? and create a virtuous cycle of loving behavior. It's really cool. I, I know that when I get my alert, it actually comes on my iWatch. And yeah, Lisa's picture always shows up on my iWatch. It, it's like a goofy picture you put in there or something. I like did that. put a goofy. She put yeah. a goofy picture. So anytime that picture shows up on my watch, I know that I'm getting something from her agape list. So it's really cool. It's just, yeah. it, you know, just pops up randomly throughout the day and reminds me of like, here's something you can do today to express love. I'm sure you appreciate that the swap 
cop-out thing to look at the broader because I know that one of mine is to complete a honeydew task. So Mm. on that list, I don't know exactly how it says it, but that is like, of course, my love language is acts of service, but like finishing and completing that. But that day that that reminds you to do that, you may not have time to do that. So that's nice. Mm. He has a swap option, but just don't swap that that suggestion too many times. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) You have, you have. I'm just saying, you know, just don't let it. Right. The easier one is when she says she's shown love by when I hug her because I can hug her all the time. But like, yeah. There's another piece of the software, the the love DNA. Can you talk a little Mm -hmm. bit about that? Yeah the the love DNA scan. That is an assessment that you take and it will help you sort of understand your love wiring and your partner's love wiring. So our our take is a, is a little bit different on this. And that's why we went from a love DNA test to a scan. You know, when you're developing an assessment tool, one of the things that you're looking for is repeatability, right? So if I give you an assessment today, it should look pretty similar two weeks from today or a year from now, right? That's how you kind of examine its reliability. So as we were constructing the love DNA test, which it was before, where, you know, you could discover, okay, what's most important to me? Affirmations or empathy or being prioritized, whatever. Over time, we noticed that it wasn't necessarily repeating in the way that we would have expected. And it's like, oh, wow, we've we've got a bad assessment here, right? We got to keep working. I keep... But then over time, what we realized is, well, wait a minute. No, 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 no. What we're seeing is individuals tend to gravitate towards certain love languages. Right. But then there is some fluidity depending on what's going on in their lives. When I was launching Act Agape and had a full private practice, what shifted on Melissa's list was prioritizing the relationship. She she wanted more time. With understandably, because I was so preoccupied with with trying to do. So there are seasons where we need more empathy or more affirmation. So that's why then we shifted to scan it. So you scan your relationship every month or so, and then it tells a story, especially if there's a shift that you're basically saying, oh, my spouse is needing a little bit more kind of empathy or uh, affirmations because of what's going on over here, maybe at work or, or something. So it was even more of a helpful tool than we realized. It was not only highlighting how you're wired, but what your partner's most needing now seasonally. Yeah. That's awesome. You know, I I can imagine even before it became an app, seeing that you had this as a tool within therapy with married couples, that the compound effect of this, these small acts of love expressed in action or a word really make a difference. But have you seen, I mean, do you have any stories of just couples? Again, it could be not from the app, but in, in therapy but of yeah. using this kind of tool. Yeah. I, I mean, I've, I have lots of stories, even even personal ones. I'll give you a, a couple of examples. So last week I had a love notification coming in that Melissa feels loved when I hold her and tell her that everything's going to be okay. Now, what's interesting about that is that would not be anything that I would want from her. Mm-hmm. I'd be like, I know it's okay. You know, I, I would like squirm. <laughs> yeah. okay. that would, but she's not me. Right. She's not me. So the more kind of distant we are or whatever that love item is, the harder it is for us to remember. Right. Because it's not it's not us. Right. But again, it's not about me. It's about how she experiences love. So that came in. I usually get my love notifications in the morning. It came in. I'm like, okay, 
All right, I'm, I'm going to find an opportunity to do this. It's not me as it is. So <laughs> later that evening, we're, we're cooking dinner or whatever. And I walk up to her. I'm like, okay, here's the opportunity. And I'm like, come here, honey. And I just, I hold her and I just say, honey, everything's going to be okay. Right. And we had a moment and it drew that out of me, something mm. that I was a little uncomfortable doing, but actually it felt good in the moment. Right. Or a few weeks ago, something came in around her feeling love when I expressed curiosity around one of her interests. The timing was not ideal when she was bringing something up. I was kind of running out the door and, you know, I, and I was focused on the next thing and, and she was raising a topic and I'm like, okay, Scott, here it is. Here it is. Apply it. It's like, take a deep breath, enter kind of that more curious state and and just, you know, listen. So there's a couple of interesting things about it. It created a moment, right, for us that we wouldn't have had, mm-hmm. right? Had I not had the specific knowledge of how she feels of it and had I not been reminded of it, yeah. I still have to do it. And, and I want to be that man for her. It's yeah. not, the app didn't do it for me. Mm-hmm. It helped me be who I want to be, so right? Nice. And then over time, it actually drops down and changes my heart even more profoundly, you know, as I internalize these very nuanced ways that that, that she experiences love. And then, you know, not too long ago, there's a difference between your, your spouse tolerating, let's say you going out with your friends or doing something away from the family and giving it their blessing, right. you know? So Melissa's saying, hey, Scott, I know you enjoy spending time with your friends. I hope you have a great time. It's like, oh my gosh. So in of itself, you're like, wow, okay, that's great. You know, they had a moment. But Lisa, to your point, Mm -hmm. it's like, if we're tipping couples towards love on a Tuesday and a Thursday in week one, and then we tip them again on week two, and you create this virtuous cycle of loving behavior, and then there's more warmth, there's more grace. We, We are living out our faith right? And what our faith calls us to be in our marriage. And it it just builds. Yeah. It builds this positive, loving momentum. Some of the prompts that I've gotten, I've actually applied later because yeah. I didn't know it was a, like even that you saying, you holding her is like, you would know to do that again at a different time. Yes. And so that, yeah, I wouldn't even need to be prompted. I'm like, oh, this is the moment because there are things that I didn't know that I didn't know that would matter. What are you laughing at? I'm just the timing is really important like when you actually <laughs> like there's been a few times that I've tried to act on the prompt it was just a wrong timing one of Lisa's is when I kiss her neck and so I remember the first time it came up I tried to sneak up behind her and it scared me kiss her neck and she's like what are you doing and so so you you actually have to kind of you know, yeah. time means everything, I guess. Yeah, right? but you know what? And I know I was like, I appreciated the attempt. And then it was kind of actually funny that it scared me instead of it being like a, a moment. Yeah. But it still was a moment. It was a funny moment. And I actually, I am the queen of shenanigans. I love jokes. I love playing jokes. So right. you yeah. actually, if it was a love language, it would be one of mine. <laughs> playing jokes yes. on people. Absolutely. Even that was a moment, even That's though right. it was a little misfire. Yeah. That's right. That's awesome. Well, we think it's a powerful app mm-hmm. and a, a great tool. We were processing before this conversation just about how we would share it with even couples who are getting ready to get married. That's maybe a wedding gift, mm-hmm. you know, for mm-hmm. new couples because that you know, those first five years really, the first year is important, but the first five years that they can build that virtuous cycle of showing intentional love towards one another is so important. And then, you know, we we work with a lot of couples who like yourself, who are 
just trying to get a foot forward, trying to work on their marriage and having a tool like this could be so helpful in breaking some bad patterns of acting accidentally in your relationship with one another and having some intentional steps to, to do that. If, if somebody's listening today, how would you encourage them to take advantage or jump onto the platform? Yeah. So you can find the app in a few different ways. So we have it on iOS devices and also Android devices. So Google Play. And you would search for Act Agape, all one word. There are other Agape apps that are definitely not what we're talking about. Yeah. So you, you want to make sure you, you find the right one. It's, so it's A-C-T-A-G-A-P-E, all one word. Act, yeah, Act Agape, you know, lasting marriage. So you can get it there. You can also go to our website, actagape.com. Okay. Yeah. And so you download the app, create your agape list, invite your partner, kind of, you know, dig, dig into the app. And, and, um, it, it's key that in order to activate that free trial, like the 30 days free, you need to subscribe to Act Agape Plus. And that's important because that is what, turns on the love notifications, right? So it's not enough to just build your agape list. You need to have it sort of showing up in the midst of, gotcha. of your everyday life. And, and that, so that's an important step. And that's also how you get the, you know, the 30 days free. So yeah. And just dig in and, and take the love DNA scan. And the one, one thing I would highlight is an app is just an app. Mm-hmm. Okay. An app is not going to change your life. Okay. But if you have the mindset and the heart of, I want to love my spouse better and more effectively, this is a very, very powerful tool that will help you do that. Right. Right. But it's just a tool. It, yeah. it requires the mindset and the heart. And then we we help you live out that that intentionality. That's so good. That's so good. Yeah. We encourage everybody who's listening that get on, subscribe, do the 30-day free trial, you know, that you're going to be able to experience it and see how it makes impact in your marriage. And it will make impact in those first 30 days. And we'll put all the information in the show notes. We'll make sure that you get the right spelling and the right app. And But we would really encourage you to do it. Scott, thank you so much for your time. Thank you for being on the podcast. And we're just very thankful for your investment in marriages. And thank you for you and the team that have created this great tool. And we're looking forward just to seeing how it's going to continue to impact marriages. And honestly, we're excited to hear from our audience. And if you Mm -hmm. get the app, you use it. Let us know how it's going. Send us a direct message at artespousing or email us at hello at artespousing.com. We love to hear your story and kind of champion these tools for other marriages. So thanks again, Scott, for for being with us today. James and Lisa, you're both awesome. Thank you so much for having me and asking good questions and for our shared vision of you know trying to help marriages uh, thrive. So thank you very much. Awesome. Thanks again, Scott, for being on the podcast. And then thank you for all the listeners who listened today. We really hope you'll take advantage of the 30-day trial of Act Agape. You can download the app for both iPhone and Android. And I also put a link to the website in the show notes. I think this is timely, Act Agape, in the week of Thanksgiving, because we could be thankful for our spouses and speak words of affirmation, act help clean some dishes and yeah. you know um, all the good stuff. So as we I'll wrap do that. yeah. Okay. As we wrap up today, we want to wish you and your family a happy Thanksgiving. If you have any questions or comments about what you heard today, we would love to connect. Email us at hello at artespousing.com. You can also message us on Instagram at 
Art Espousing. We would also love for you to sign up for our email list. With every episode, we send out an email with a direct link to the show and some news about what's happening with Art Espousing. You can sign up with the link in the show notes or in our Instagram bio. On the next episode, Lisa, you and I are going to be sharing some of our insights around some questions that we were recently asked at a re-engage event that we spoke at. I know it's going to be great because these are real live questions from people. And I was like, this is what artist espousing listeners are looking for also. So I'm really excited about it. That's right. We hope you'll join us for that. Have a fantastic week and we will see you next time. Until then, bye-bye. bye-bye.